0: Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in the presence of God? Hallelujah. I know that uh, the pastors must have taught you a lot about the Holy Spirit, which is the theme for this month. Hallelujah. I just want to share something with us and then uh, we pray. And I believe that God is going to speak to somebody here this morning. Your life will never remain the same. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So now when we became born again... There was an exchange in heaven. Something great happened. Now, I just want to open your eyes to see who you are. So that when you know who you are, you know that confidence, that that assurance, that knowledge will make you feel, "Ah, ah, I know who I am. The devil can no longer cheat me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, when God created the heavens and the earth, he created it with his spirit. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. The earth was without form and it was void. And the spirit of God was what? Moving or hovering over the... Hallelujah. And he said, let there be this, let there be that. And he created everything. And then when it came to the issue of man, hallelujah, I think it's in Genesis chapter 2 from verse 7. He said, He formed man out of the dust. Amen. He molded man. He molded him. He put an eye on those things. You know, when we were young, we all used to use um, uh, those clay to do something. So he molded man and said, mm, This is nice. And then ah, call my life now. I said, okay, he breathed into him. Hallelujah, and the Bible says he became alive. Hallelujah, he became a human being. In Job chapter thirty-three, verse four, if we can open to that place quickly, Job chapter three, verse four. If I can get someone to read for me, that will be great. Aha! Just stop there. Just stop there. Who made you? His spirit of God. The spirit of God has made in the beginning too. He formed man. He made man. And a breath into him. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Ah. Who gave you life? The breath breath of of God. Which is the spirit of God. It meant that it is right. When he said, he that is born of flesh is flesh. He that is born of spirit is spirit. And spirit is life. Hallelujah. Because spirit gives. We read it just now. Spirit gave life. So this was the original purpose of God. He created us in his image, in his likeness. We had the spirit of. I mean, do you understand what I'm trying to say? That spirit that was in the beginning. The spirit of God that was in the beginning of creation. It was with him in creation. He made you, you know the three of them, with the word, they created everything. Out of nothing, he formed everything. That same spirit is inside the resident, inside of you. Yeah. Can you imagine? You, you don't know what you carry. You don't know that wherever you appear, powers and principality, authority, you succumb to you. That's who you are. You are a great person. Let me tell you it. You are great. You should not be pushed around by the devil. No way. Your economy is not of this world. You are connected to heaven. You are born of a spirit. You cannot be held down. You cannot be held captive. Sickness has no right over you. See, the first Adam, before the fall, he was like God. Who can know the mind of except the spirit of God? The spirit of God lives in you. That was why when God brought all the animals to Adam, he gave them the name that God himself would have called them. Because he knows the heart and the mind of God. If you have an understanding of what I'm telling you, bro, sister, your life will be different because you will know the the spirit of god resides in you how many of you are born again unless you are not born again Uh, let me read that passage again we read the uh, john chapter 3 verse from verse 5. most especially i say to you unless one is born of the water and of the spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of god he that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit do not marvel i said you must be born again hallelujah So, it means that whenever the day you became born again, you were born of the spirit. That spirit that was lost in the garden, God gave it back to you. Hallelujah. That's the authority he's giving it back to us. It means that when the devil sees you, he sees a God. When sickness sees you, he sees a God. But oftentimes, if you don't know who you are, the devil will just pamper you and waste your time and delay you where you there's no where there is no delay you, delay you just be making you you know stagnant, making you walk around as if you don't know where you are going. You are a child of heaven. Hallelujah. So when you became born again, you had the spirit of God, you have the mind of God. There is a symbol inside of when he sees you, he knows this one is a child of God. But if he does not have knowledge, if he does not know, I will cheat him. Many Christians are being cheated. Many Christians are not supposed to be where they are now, but they are being cheated. The same spirit that was in Jesus Christ is in you. Are you with me? The same spirit that is inside the prophet is inside of you. No one is more born again than the other. We are all the same. But your understanding is what makes the difference. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord somebody. Are you with me? I want you to grab it. Once you grab it, bro and sister. Your life will never remain the same. Because it meant you can do. The word of God is so clear. You will do as I do. You will do even much more than I did. That's what he said. It meant. The reason for that is because the same spirit. Is inside. Everyone. Of us. Are you with me? Are you still here? Praise the Lord somebody. Hallelujah. So it's important you understand what the Holy Spirit is. Because only when you understand Him, that's when you'll be able to relate with Him. When you know your child, you'll be able to understand Him. When He wants something, you will know whether He is lying or He, is, he just wants some money or He's just trying to deceive me. But if you don't know, He will continue to cheat you and deceive you. As married people, you need to. That's why it's important to understand your partner. Once you understand your partner, if you annoy her, you know where to say, oh, yeah, sorry. So it's important for you to know the Holy Spirit, to understand it. Only then can you take advantage. Because without an understanding, you will carry power, but there will be no manifestation my topic today operating in the spiritual or rather supernatural operating in the supernatural in this world that we are if you are a physical person if you just remain natural you will miss out on so many things because everyone is running at a race. everyone is trying to grab what they want hallelujah But if you are spiritual, you will wait and pick the things that are yours, that are rightfully yours. You will know the mind of God. You know where to step into. You know where to go into. But you can only know that if you understand the spirit that dwells inside of you. Amen. We need to understand the Holy Spirit. Only then can we relate with him. Only then can we take advantage of the authority of Christ that, res- that is resident inside of us. He says we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So, I-, I believe we all understand that we carry the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit inside of Jesus Christ is not different from what is inside of you. The Holy Spirit that was with God, that created the heavens, and is not different from what is inside of you. That's why we are like gods. He created us in his image, in his likeness. We are different from angels. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are small gods in our community. We are small gods in our, in our places of work. We are, we, that's, that's, begin to look at that as, 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 as your way of life. When you begin to see that, things will begin to change for you. Because the devil will know, this one knows the truth. And he who knows the truth, the truth what? Shall set them free. Hallelujah. The spirit of God is important. The Holy Spirit is important. Everyone who is born again carries it. If you are not born again, before we pray, I will round up today. I will lead you into a prayer of being born again. And you will be part of the kingdom. Hallelujah. A different species. Not just ordinary. I mean a spirit being. See, spirit cannot be stopped. You can go through walls if you choose to go through walls. Hallelujah. Nothing should be able to hold you down. I mean, sickness and this You rise up and say, sickness, Mm-mm. I leave you here. I am not your, I am spirit. Spirit, don't fall sick. Have you seen Christ falling sick? If you have this understanding, your perception, your life will change. Things will move at, you know, divine speed in your life. And I pray that shall be your story in the name of Jesus. I just want to discuss very few things about the Holy Spirit, and we'll move on. The Holy Spirit is like a person. In the beginning, it was with God. So the Holy Spirit, it means if He's a person, he can reason. He can talk. Hallelujah. In this assembly, in this church, we believe that God is always speaking every time. That's why he said in his word, he said, my sheep hears my voice. They know me. So when I speak, we hear. I mean, some of you have pets at home. When you tell them sit down, they hear, don't they hear? Even though they can't speak your language, they here. They sit down. We hear God here. Hallelujah! <laughs> Praise the Lord. God is always speaking, and he speak, He's even still speaking. He's speaking to somebody right, right now. Praise the Lord. Because you can see, if you know Him, you'll be able to relate to Him. Hallelujah. You know how he speaks. It's not difficult. He speaks. He tells you, do this. The very, you know, oftentimes, when I say oftentimes, the very voice that you hear is always the Holy Spirit. The other one is the wrong one. Christ, I mean, God told Adam, don't eat this thing. Another one came and said, eat it, eat it. Oftentimes, I say it again, oftentimes, not every time. The first voice. And that false voice, you want to say, nah, it is the right. But I pray that God will help you to understand and to know when he speaks. Oh, yes. But he speaks, hallelujah. Oh, yes. So, as the Holy Spirit is the person he speaks, he listens. You can grieve him, you can make him sad. Hmm? Isn't that true? Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. Yes. It means that the Holy Spirit could be, you know, is full inside of you, but you can keep you can make him sad. He can be quiet. He can become a nobody if you don't give him a chance. He you he can be speaking to you, wake up and pray and say, No, I'm not I want to sleep a bit more. No, I want to sleep. And before you know it is morning already, you are I didn't pray. And it, it the next day they say, Wake up, pray. Wake up, pray. He always comes to you, he, he tells you, he's speaking. You just decide not to. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. If you understand, it's so simple. If you understand, you begin to take advice. That's what I'm going. That's where I, that's, that's my purpose here this month That you may be able to walk in the supernatural. That when he tells you, go left. He knows why he wants you to go live. That once you get four jobs at the same time, and there is one that is paying so much, big money, car and accommodation, everything is settled, and he says, No, take this one. He knows what he's doing. Because he was with God in the beginning. He knows the end of every matter. Who knows the mind of man except the spirit of man? Who knows the mind of God except the spirit of God? He knows all things. Please, the Holy Spirit is speaking. He is always talking to you. I beg you, if you give him chance, if you obey him in simple things, ah, pray and you can pray. And he's happy with you. We say, ah, this boy can now pray. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll tell him to do something else. I will show him to make money. The Bible says, God, um, God gives us power to what? To make wealth. It means if he can tell you to pray and you can listen and be obedient. Yeah. He is God. He doesn't want us to... F- it's not about... It. He didn't create us to suffer. No. In the garden of Eden, everything was there. Gold was in that garden. Food was in the garden. Fruits were in the garden. Everything was there. The Holy Spirit has brought... I mean, the Holy Spirit is now in you. He's taking you back to the garden of Eden from the beginning. You are in the garden of Eden. So he knows where the gold is. So, if you have obeyed him by simply listening and obeying his small instructions. When he gives you the bigger instructions, he will know that you will fulfill purpose. I want to beg you. My desire is that everyone begins to walk in the supernatural. But it starts with us listening to the Holy Spirit. It starts with us listening to you know the voice of the spirit. And it is not difficult. He speaks. He speaks. Sometimes you wake up, you want to eat. Ah, don't be, uh, I've already prepared I don't know. You already prepare your bacon and egg and all, you know. But it says uh something just tells you. Uh, You don't need to eat today after fast. Ah, But who's going to eat this food? He's going to waste. Simple things like that. It's not for anything. It doesn't mean that he wants you to be hungry. He just wants to know whether you. He he said, there was a place in the Bible was saying, if you are faithful with little. The parable of the talent. You know about that? If you are faithful with little. He's able to give you enough because he knows you'll be faithful. To walk in the supernatural, you need to understand that the Holy Spirit is a person and you can grieve him. You can make him sad if you are not obedient. So when he tells you, come to church at 9 o'clock, don't come at 9.25. <laughs> you see, our mind will tell us, hmm? we, we know when he sees o'clock. Come on, wake up. Go get dressed. You will be late. Now nah, I want to sleep a bit more. After all, nobody will be there. Are you waiting for somebody to be there? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm just making it. I'm just. I just you to. I just want us to relate it to simple things in life, so that we understand. Because it's important that we grasp this. If we can grab this basic understanding, that's okay for me. So he's speaking. The Holy Spirit might be telling you, speak to that brother today in your place of work. Nah, I'm so shy. Ooh, just say, just you don't have to say anything actually. Just greet him if you don't know what to say. Greet him. And God knows he if he wants you to tell him about Christ, he will bring an opportunity. He could be even that time when you greet him, say, oh, I'm going through issues. And then you begin to open up and that's the opportunity. He speaks. And he wants everyone to have the Holy Spirit as well. I pray that God is going to help us in the name of Jesus. Are you still with me? Isaiah sixty-three verse ten. Isaiah sixty-three verse ten. Amen. If you read, if you can find it, just read it for me. But they rebelled and grieved His Holy Spirit. Aha! Uh-huh. They so. rebelled and grieved. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person. Can be you can you rebel against him? You can say no to him. You can be disobedient to him. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Can we open our Bibles to Matthew twelve thirty one? Matthew twelve thirty one. Therefore, I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men. But the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven, men. Hallelujah. You can blaspheme against Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still here with me? Acts chapter 7 verse 51. I'm just showing you quickly things that you can do to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears. You always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did. So do you. You can resist the Holy Spirit in so many ways, and I have mentioned some examples. You can tell him, "No, I'm not going to pray." No, I am going to eat what I want to eat. Hallelujah! You can resist the Holy Spirit. He is a He is a being. He's He is a person himself. And so, when you resist him, you can't get best out of him. When you don't understand your partner, your children, you won't get the best out of them. But when you understand them, you will get the best out of them. When you understand the Holy Spirit, you will get the best out of the Holy Spirit. I pray that God will have his way. The Holy Spirit also has intentions. He has things that he wants to be accomplished. Hallelujah. Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 10, uh, 20. Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 20. Nehemiah. and you also gave your good spirit to instruct them and did not withhold your manner from their mouth and and gave them water for their thirst. Hallelujah. He wants to instruct. He is ready to instruct. Please listen to his instructions and it will help you. John chapter 15:26. He is our advocate, he is our helper, he is everything. So, hallelujah. Amen. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12:11 talks about the spirit or rather the gifts of the spirit. The Spirit of God wants to give us gifts that will help in our ministries in life. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. I won't go further than that, but I'm going somewhere. Just come with me. Amen. Praise the Lord, somebody. Ooh, yeah. So when we became born again, there was something that changed in our life. We were flesh. We were just walking like dead. You know, this is oh disaster. People will say we're uh, living dead or whatever they call it. Uh, walking walking dead. We're alive but dead. That's what we were before. But thank God because he reconciled us back to him. And that's because of the spirit of life. Anyone who carries that spirit of life, they are in the garden of Eden before the fall. I just want you to have that understanding. You are So if you have this understanding, every day we wake up. I'm in the Garden of Eden before the fall. There is no more fall in my life. There is no more curses. See, it was only after the fall that curses came. Hallelujah. That sicknesses came. That you know that, that that persecution came. That burdens came. That people were beginning to see struggle and ter- terrible things in life. Before then. Everything was smooth. Things will be smooth for you in the mighty name of Jesus. I said, things will be smooth for you in the mighty name I of see. Jesus. So the Bible was speaking that when we became born again, certain things change. In Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen, I think it said, "Therefore, if anyone being in Christ, all things have passed away. All those old things they have passed away. Before, all things have become new, new as in the new of the. I mean, in the Garden of Eden." That's why he says, can we have the anointing in an old bottle? See, if I want you to, when you get home, read that please. If you have the anointing in the old bottle, both the bottle and the anointing will be ruined. But thank God, because when you became born again, you became a new being and the anointing came inside of you. So that both the anointing and the body is preserved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah but i don't want you to miss out in the supernatural and that's why i'm teaching us this you may carry the anointing you may be born again mm-hmm. you may be called a child of god just like that uh, you know this parable of the of of, of um of the prodigal son there was that elder child he was a child of god he was living in that house and yet He lived like a servant. That he had to be asking the servant, what is going on in my house? May that not be your story in the name of Jesus. If you don't, the Bible says that second he realized, may you realize early your position. He realized early that even in my father's house, servants don't suffer like this. I'll go back to my father. And before he came, there was celebration for him. Where, meanwhile, the child that has been in his in the presence of God for years. Bible says he went to the I mean it's like he went to the farm with the other servants. He was coming from the farm. And then when he got home, he stayed outside. He would not go inside because he was annoyed. May Christians not be like that. May Christians be people who have an understanding of who they are. Because Christ, I mean you know, the Bible says the, the father came to the son and said, Everything that I had was yours. Everything is yours. Your brother is only is only trying to share out of it. Everything is yours. Brethren, everything in the kingdom is yours. Amen. Divine health is yours. Abundance is yours. Authority is yours. Fruitfulness is yours, greatness is yours, glory and honor is yours. Christ is the head of all powers and principalities. You are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Are you not the head of all powers and principalities? Hallelujah. Are you not the head of all powers and principalities? You are. Nothing should stop you. Nothing is permitted to hinder you. No power, no authority. Nothing big is expected to stop you. God created everything out of nothing. You are permitted to create whatever you want want out of nothing. I want you to see yourself as a small God in your community, in your place of work. If they are trying to cheat you, go on your knees. No, this cannot be happening to me. I am a God. You can turn things around. You can change things. Everything listens to the word of God. Whether they are physical. Whether they are spiritual. Whether they are invisible. Or they are invisible. They answer to you. You are a spirit being. What you carry is greater than what you think you are. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord somebody. I'm just going to share quickly one or two examples because of time, I know. Hallelujah. Amen. God's going to help us in Jesus name. Let's start from You see, now when man was formed, God put the spirit inside of man. When he lost the spirit, the spirit came out, all right? That was spiritual death. Now, between that time and the time that the price uh, for our redemption was paid, the Holy Spirit was still in existence. But it came only occasionally on people. In this dispensation, we carry it. In those dispensations, the Holy Spirit came upon them once in a while, when, if he wants to do something. And for example, Samson, the Bible told us about Samson. That every time he's annoyed and he wants to conquer, the Holy Spirit will come upon him. He will take the gates, he will pull down gates. You can imagine, he will pull down pillars that hundred people cannot even, you know, get up. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But we thank God in this dispensation is different. Hallelujah. Now I want to share something with you, and I want you to take it. God has not given us the spirit of fear or timidity. He's given us the spirit of power, of sound mind and love. The reason why most Christians are where they are is that they entertain fear. And you will entertain fear if you don't know who you are. If you know who you are, you are not afraid. You are as bold as a lion Because you know who you are. So I want you to understand who you are. Because that's the only thing that makes the difference. Even the Bible tells us about Jesus that when he went to Nazareth he was unable to perform miracles because did not believe him. So, if you don't believe yourself, if you don't believe who you are, if you don't believe what you carry, you will be the same person. But I pray that your understanding will change, will shift so much so that you will begin to understand that everything that God has, is placed in your hands. These signs shall follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. If they take deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands upon the sick. They will be healed. It is to those... Who believe you may carry the spirit, you may have the spirit of God. What makes you to be outstanding? What makes you to operate in the supernatural is what you know, is who you are, brethren. Sickness should no longer toy with us anymore. He said 2,000 years ago he nailed it on the cross. He took us back into the garden of Eden and we're still living our life as if we don't know where we are going. Enough is enough. Anything that you want in this life God is not afraid to give it to you. There must be a promise somewhere in the Bible. This word, is promise is in the Bible. Concerning that issue, concerning that case. If you locate it, you locate life. Because the God that I know, he will stop the son just for your sake. He will part the Red Sea and put an expressway just for your sake. There's so much that we put God in a corner. We limit him. We just make him small. He was speaking about Joshua and Caleb. He said, there is a different spirit in. Inside of them. See, all the Israelites that went to check out the Canaan, the land of flowing with milk and honey. They were all, let me see, they were all Israelite. They were all children of God. They were all born again, if I might say that. But this too, Bible says there is different kind of spirit inside of them. If God tells you something, just believe it and just go with it. These ones believe God at all costs. They don't care whether. See, I am praying that there'll be Christians like that who will not care about anything, who will take up, you know, their cross, who will move forward with fire, with power, with authority, with understanding. Because authority comes with your understanding of who you are. Bible says this one said, No, no, no. Let's go now. May that be your story now. Don't delay. There are so many things that God wanted to do with you. You are the one delaying. He said, ah, Can God do? It? Can God, God what can God not do? Amen. Is everything is possible with him? He suspends, you know, he suspends the laws of nature just for us. Amen. He can do all things. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. So with Samson, the Holy Spirit comes upon him once. But in this dispensation, the Holy Spirit resides inside of us 24 hours. It's permanent in us. So we should take advantage and use it as we choose to use it. I know that God is going to help us in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. The prophet was talking about David and Saul. And I'm just going to share a small thing about that. See, when the battle came, when Goliath and his armies were in one side, both of them, truly, they were both anointed. Hallelujah. Saul was anointed. Hallelujah. David was anointed. Only one of them took a stand. it's Saul, every day they come out and they see and then they shift back. If you have the spirit of fear, you break it now. Because it is that fear, that being af- of being afraid, that's what stops or truncates most destinies. You are not the one who is going to fight the battle. It is He who is inside of you who is fighting the battle. The reason why David was able to conquer was he knew that he, with his sling. Hmm? He is not going to win the battle. He is going to win the battle because of Christ. May you come to a level in life when you know that with me, with Christ, nothing is impossible with me. See, the reason why we are not moving forward is because we are always looking at us. We are looking at us. We are not looking at him. Of our own accord, there is nothing we can do. But with him inside of us, you have the authority. You have the boldness and the confidence, just as David had the boldness, and said, no, I will go, and I will bring this man down, because I know my God is with me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Bible is speaking about Daniel. When you get to him, just read it. On two occasions. The first one was when he was thrown in the, in the furnace of fire. See, even if God will not answer or help us or rescue us, I will still not bow down. I want you to get to a point in life when you will say this sickness, whether you like it or not, you will go. And if you refuse to go, God will still be my God. Oftentimes, people, when they have prayed and prayed for things and it's not happening, this it appears it's not happening. See, God is a faithful God. It could be that he's just checking you out. Bible told us about the story of Naaman. He had to dip himself seven times in the water. Assuming he dipped himself for three times, ah, this is not working, and he decided to go away. He will have lost his miracle. It is not over. Only this is over. Daniel says, whether God answer us or not, I will not serve your God. My God will still be my God. May that be your story in life in the name of Jesus. May He arise on your behalf because you meant it, because you know it. I want to get to a point in life when you know and you know that you know that he will answer you and if he refuses to answer mm -hmm, heaven is still heaven and god is still god i'm still your child hallelujah may you be able to look at your problem and say problem i know you are there i don't have your time you better leave when you are tired (laughs) Hallelujah. Because we are beyond that. They are underneath our feet and that shall be your story in the name of Jesus. This is what make men great men of God. This is what make you to operate in the supernatural. You have the spirit of God, you are born again, you need to believe yourself. You need to believe that you carry the heavenlies inside of you. You carry the king of kings inside of you. The spirit that formed everything, that called everything to be as if they were not. The spirit that raised, up, raised Christ from the dead is the same spirit that dwells in you. The spirit of God that is the spirit of discernment that sees that, it, that things can be revealed to. It means with your with the spirit of God inside of you, you can hear God. You can ask Him, just as Daniel was asking, "Can you interpret these dreams?" You can ask God. Interpret my life. Give me a direction. Let me know where I'm going. Hallelujah. When you understand the spirit. You will take great advantage. He is a person. He lives inside of you. He's always wanting your attention. He wants to discuss with you. Begin to tell him. Simple, simple. He might look look foolish. But it is not foolish. Holy Spirit. What are we going to eat this afternoon? I, I don't like baking and bread. Do you think we should? By the time we begin to converse with him. When he begins to speak to you, you will hear him clearly. And our life will be smooth because oftentimes we run here and there just trying to get to where we're supposed to get, but we don't know. But with him, we'll be able to walk straight. You'll be able to walk in the direction he has proposed for your lives. So next time when he wakes you to, yeah, let's pray. Let us pray. He says it. He tells you. Isn't it? You know. It that you just, yeah. Hallelujah. May God help us in the name of Jesus. I say may God help me too. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody. There are several people in the Bible. I'm just going to mention one or two people and then we'll, we'll pray. I know that God's going to help us in Jesus' name. Bible was speaking about Peter in Acts chapter 9. Hallelujah. I think it was Ananias who was sick and he commanded his healing. He said arise because he knew what he carried. When you know what you carry, you will not stress. Sometimes it's not even necessary to pray. Uh-huh. Because if you know who you are, she, you will not take one hour to pray. <laughs> you will make a declaration from today out of my way. Nothing it's not good to pray. Where's Pastor Message? It's not here now. It's good to pray. But sometimes it's good to take authority. Because it's not only about prayer, it's about knowing who you are, knowing when to declare something. He has given us authority, he has given us the keys of the kingdom. Whatsoever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Can you imagine? So much authority has been vested in us. So much power has been released in us. May we be able to use them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The only prayer point I want you to pray today. Is that the spirit of fear. Will die alive. Because we are always afraid that. Is he going to walk. it's is not going to walk. Yeah, Let it not work If it doesn't. Just do it. Hallelujah. Can you imagine David meeting Goliath. He would have thought. This thing is not going to, ha- he's not going to help. But with God. I don't care whether it works or not. I'm going to try. If you, are, if you are able to try, and that's the problem, we are always not wanting to try because we are afraid of failure. There's no failure with you, brother and sister. We can no longer fail because the devil is the one that has failed and he will always be a failure and he will always be defeated. He, will, he was defeated 2,000 years ago, now and tomorrow and forever. So I want you to begin to do things that you have not done before. Things that you have prayed for. Begin to act on them. Hallelujah. Begin to walk towards them. Do something about them every day. And you will see things will prop up. Enough of us standing in the same position for so long. Enough of that. It's time to move on. It's time to take our stand. It is time to stand and say, no, this, you cannot have your way in my life anymore. We're going to be dealing with the spirit of hair. We need to deal with it. Because it was what stopped the Israelites from entering into the land of promise. That land, they were supposed to, you know, get into that land, was it 12 days or 40 days? They had to take 40 years. And that's what the devil does. He makes you to be afraid. So that he can steal your blessing. You should not be afraid of anything from this moment on. Everything is possible for you. You want to become a medical doctor? You can get there. You want to be successful in life? You can get there. You want to be married? You can have it. Everything is possible. I've told my story several times. I'm just going to share this with you and then we'll pray. If I have been quiet, if I have been afraid, I will not be here today. Perhaps I will be in my country as a retired person. I'll be living big anyway. That's for sure. But I won't be here. Put in my application, I want to get and then they were stopping it. Every time I stop and say, No. And then I prayed. Enough is enough. I demand an answer now. Prayed and I fasted. And before you know it, pop. You are a spirit being. You are a God in this land. You are a God in your kingdom, in your career, in your school. You have the authority. You are born of the spirit. You are no longer flesh. Everything about you, you can command them to be life. Because he has rested, he has invested so much authority on us. So I want you to deal with the spirit of fear this morning. So that in your home, in your family, if there is anything that you see that is not going according to the plan, you kick it out. You don't give it room. You don't give it permission to rest. You tell, no, not, not in this place, not in my house. I think I've told you a story of of a man of God before got wedded and then the wife got pregnant and then the wife saw blood ah. and the wife called the husband I think the baby must have been. what happened I'm beginning to see blood they said no not in my house she went to the hospital they didn't... every month she saw blood but she gave birth after all There is it's in you it's what you want That stands. It's not what the devil wants. Not what the world wants. What you want stands because you have the authority. Hallelujah. I told you a story about a woman as well who lost her husband. Hallelujah. In three days, she was dead. I mean, the man was dead. He told her move the move. The, we have to park uh, three days. If you start smelling, move, move, move And he said, No, I'm not going to go. She refused. Four days, five days. She kept praying. She kept praying. And then they told her, Tomorrow, whether you like it or not, will we will arrest you if it, this no, we can't have it anymore. And in the morning, the man sneezed. If you tell God, I am not going until you bless me. If you are not afraid, if you hold him to his word. See, he, the Bible says, he, value, he honors his word even much more than his name. He will rather that his word is yes and amen than his name. So if you find something in his word, hold on to it. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings. And it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom.